Hello everybody, long time no see. Somehow I feel like I haven't seen you guys for a couple of weeks, but it was actually two weeks. Uh, I mean last week I didn't do a video. So this is really the second week that I haven't seen you guys, but somehow it feels like forever. I guess I do miss you guys a lot. So um, today let's do something more personal. I'm gonna do a Q&A video. The last time we did this was more than half a year ago, I believe. So it's been a while. I think we should have a chat. Thank you for those of you who submit all these amazing questions and some of the questions really made me laugh so loud. I found that this time all the Q&A that you guys submitted was so different from the last time. So I thought it would be a very interesting conversation. I kind of categorized all these questions into four buckets. First is social, second is philosophy, third is travel, the fourth is business. So let's get started. How was your childhood? How are your parents doing? Actually, I don't recall I ever talked so much about my childhood because I never found my childhood was such a fun experience. I grew up in a very normal family. My parents just worked a normal job. My dad first started in the consumer electronic industry, then moved on to the entertainment industry. So we kind of live in a very normal family. I didn't go to any international school or anything, really just local public school when I was growing up. At school, I was not really a good student because I I skipped a lot of classes. I always didn't believe in studying hard. Uh, I think it should be studying smart. And I always think very differently from other people. So that's why in school growing up, I never really had friends. And I didn't really fit into a group or community. Every time if there's any gathering in school, I was always kind of like standing at the corner, not sure who I should talk to. So as you probably seen my previous video that I am a single child, so I always grew up by myself and I'm kind of like anti-social and solo person. A lot of this like solitude, it started when I was really, really young. If you grow up in a big family, maybe it's a little hard to become a solo person. So I think it has a lot to do with the family environment. How do you maintain emotional stability? Any tips to share? Sure, I'm happy to share some tips I have. Emotional stability comes from maturity. It's kind of related to the life experience that you've gone through. Like once you've seen so many countries, so many people and experiences, you just realize that there are not a lot of things that you would actually care about because you can actually see there are a lot more things out there in the world that you should care more rather than a lot of the small little tiny trivial things around your life. My stability tips come from number one, trying to gain as many life experiences as possible. Like I said in some of my previous video that even if it's a bad experience, it's a good life experience because you learn from your failure, you don't learn from your success. So having gone through some of the bad experiences and events in your life, you just realize that there are not a lot of things out there that can impact your emotions anymore. It's kind of like mentally trained in many ways. I try to connect with people on a deeper level. I don't know how to do small talk. So I personally hate small talk. I just get my points across right away and to the points. I don't really like to waste time in small talking and build up all the stuff before I can get to the point. I guess that's actually related to my personal value because I really value my time. So I think being direct and straightforward is my personality. Maybe some people can take this style, but that's okay because you don't need to make friends with everyone. There are always people who are comfortable with your style. So find a mutual match between you and your friends and other human beings. That's how you can figure out who's the person you want to make friends with or the people you don't want to talk to. 
So this is my favorite question among you guys. How you became a nice person? Only few people on earth are like you. Love you, Koala. Thank you so much, Kansan. You guys are very, very sweet. How do I become a nice person? Because I grew up by myself and I'm a single child. I always had a lot of room to be by myself and to think independently. Maybe due to those solitude opportunities, I got to speak to my own heart, figure out what's important to me, what are some of the things I like, what are some of the things I don't like. And then as I grew up, I just kind of like gradually figure out my personal values. And I love to be around kids. I do a lot of volunteer around the world with school and kids. Being around with kids, they're always simple, innocent. Maybe that also create this kind of like environment for me to be a nice person. Woo, there's another very philosophical question again. So this question goes, if there's a time machine, would you like to visit the past of your favorite era before or after you were born or the future? Roughly which year and why? Ooh, this is so futuristic. I feel like I am putting myself in a sci-fi movie. I love history, but I would definitely like to visit the future because I'm much more of a futuristic person, especially as a world traveler like me, where I can get to the other location in one second. Just like I'm jumping into the Doraemon pocket and the next second I'm in Africa already, instead of taking like 20 hours, 30 hours flight, which is really tiring. So I love to see all this new technology, like how it's building up. 100 years from now, I love to see what are some of the new development in our society. I think it's gonna be super interesting. So this is from our friend Tony from London. Hello girlfriend, if you could change one thing in this world, what would that be? You guys ask so much philosophical and deep questions these days. I was like pleasantly surprised. I would create a magic medicine that can revive people because during COVID time, I've witnessed some of the people around me who passed away all of a sudden that really hurt a lot of their loved ones. In addition to illness, there are also wars going on in Europe, Ukraine. So seeing all these deaths, I want to have the power to create a magical medicine or tools that can revive that person. What would you do tomorrow if it were your last day? I would go to talk to the people I love and tell them that I love you. Because I personally, I don't express my feelings or emotions a lot. If I really can see the persons I love again tomorrow, then I would definitely spend my time to tell them that I love you. What make you want to travel to different countries? Could you talk about your best and worst travel experiences? Sure. What made me travel to so many different countries? I make a video called why I travel to every single country in the world. So feel free to watch the video. So I'm going to link up here. So for that video, I actually filmed this in Yemen. It's a really, really good video. It's one of my personal favorite videos on my channel. Do watch that video after this. And then if you're interested in learning more about my travel experiences, do download my ebook on Amazon. So I do have a couple of books that publish on Amazon where I kind of like write the travel journals in every single country that I travel to, then that kind of give you a sense of some of the rationales behind why I want to travel to so many places. And yes, I'm still on my way to go to 193 countries in a row. And now I've done 145. My best and worst travel experiences, um, it's very subjective to answer this question, but a lot of my travel experiences are awesome. So I don't really know which one is my best travel experience because they are all great. So for my worst experience, I would say it was the time when I was in Egypt because 
because there was so much sexual harassment around. So being a female traveler, there are like guys like grabbing you, grabbing your butt, your arms, or when you're walking by, staring at you. So I didn't feel so comfortable being in that country. And there was like a lot of scam. Like the taxi didn't let you leave if you didn't pay more when you're getting out of the car. So there are a lot of scams going on. Very frustrating country to travel to. I can see you have visited many countries. What countries would you like to visit next? Great question because I'm actually planning a trip for my birthday so I've talked about I have this annual birthday trip tradition where I go to new countries in every single of my birthday next month I plan to go to a few micro countries in Europe such as Andorra, San Marino, Liechtenstein, Malta and Slovakia if you're challenged to spend only $10 per day in Singapore what would you do or buy I will first spend my one and a half dollars on Desi Gaokoso which is a local milk tea because I drink milk tea every day then I will skip my lunch and go straight to dinner for dinner I'm going to stuff myself with all the carbs I'll order noodles spaghetti whatever I can that can fit into this $10 bill in Hawker Center because I love carbs uh, without carbs I don't think I can survive so I would definitely order all the noodles and spaghetti with the rest of the $8 which country would be worth a second visit there are so many countries worth second visit because they're great I I love most of the countries that I've traveled to. I rarely run into countries that I hate. Maybe just a couple of them, but the majority of the countries and people are so great. I would say all of them. So after I finish all the 193 countries in a row, I would go back and revisit some of these countries that I really love. What language do you speak? Do you go to church? I speak five languages. So English is my first language. Uh, in school, I study Spanish being my second language. And I also get to learn Mandarin and Japanese from my work and school. If you're going to do a startup in Singapore, which industry would you like to choose? I would choose either education or health because these are the two areas that I'm passionate about. As I mentioned earlier on, I actually do volunteer in Africa, Southeast Asia, Latin America on either educational project or healthcare projects. If I have a chance to start my own startup, I would definitely pick one of these two. What is your go-to karaoke song? I have many, but I sing a lot Lady Gaga. Do you guys actually want to see some of my karaoke recording? So Singapore actually opened up karaoke in last month. I actually went to karaoke once. So if you guys want to see, I'm going to put up a video out there uh, of my karaoke recording. Do you have any secret talents? Yes, I do. I have a lot of secret talents. Maybe you guys would discover me over time but maybe let me tell you one i'm really good at cooking i almost opened my own restaurant so at the time i was kind of like trying out the private dining or looking at a cafe location to open in california but in the end i decided to go back to do my mba because i only had certain money to either invest into education or invest into my uh, restaurant business and that's all for today. I really hope you enjoyed this sharing. It's a very personal interview and don't forget to give a thumb up and subscribe to my channel and do share my video with your other friends so that we have a bigger community. A lot of these questions, in fact, I've mentioned in a lot of my older videos. I spend a lot of time producing them. Some of them are really great videos. So I do encourage you to watch some of my older videos. Don't just watch my new videos. So if you like to know more details to some of these questions, go back to watch them and I'll see you in other videos on my channel.